We are now going to have the interview with Dr. Tumbasia Tula, who is a passionate pediatric surgeon at Red Cross War Memorial Children's Hospital. Every day, she dedicates herself to providing the best care for young patients working tirelessly to restore their health. Recently, journalists shadowed her and two other surgeons across hospitals, including Tigerberg and Grotesker, which combined a total of 55,000 surgeries are conducted yearly. In August, during Child Health Month, Dr. Siatula led a team of specialized surgeons in performing a laparotomy to successfully remove a tumor on the kidney the size of a coconut from a four-year-old child. Could you please tell us more about yourself? Awesome. Thank you so much for having me here this morning. Um, it's really great to be at RX Radio since I'm part of the RX team. Um, so my name is Dr. Tozama Siotula. I'm a pediatric surgeon and I work in the Division of Pediatric Surgery at Red Cross Children's Hospital. And a pediatric surgeon is basically a doctor that um, works with children but is a surgeon. So I'm really passionate about children's health, children's rights, health, advocacy, and just excellency around surgical care of children. Can you, can you please tell us about how your day typically looks as a surgeon? So it's a very busy day, like I'm at work today, and I've been here since just um, before half past seven. But on most days, we usually start at about 7.25. We get there, we discuss with our anaesthetist, like what's the plan for the day with regards to the operation that we need to perform? Is there anything that we need to be cautious of? And then after that meeting, because it's important to always have multidisciplinary, like sort of work together as a team. And then after that, we go to the ward, um, we do a round, we see all of our patients, how they're actually doing, um, anything that needs to be done for the patients then we head to theater where we can operate between two to five patients depending on like how complex the operation is um, or how difficult the operation is then there'll be fewer children that will actually be operated um, and then we also have days where we have clinics and uh, we have meetings and then the days like um, this weekend when I'm on call that means I'm available for the hospital 24 hours and any consults any emergency operations that need to be done so it's very long days and nights but it's fun work what made you what made you decide to become a pedi pediatric surgeon? Okay, so um, pediatric surgery um, involves operation of kids. Um, or children. So we do things like um, if children have the intestine outside of the um, abdomens, we operate that. Any congenital conditions like they're actually born with that we can surgically correct. Any if they've involved in accidents, if they have tumors, like the, the case that we resected with the big tumor, we take those tumors out. If they need like an organ, uh, like a transplant, um, if their organs aren't working, we actually um, do that. So what inspired me is when my little brother was actually in hospital and he had acute appendicitis. That means that inflammation around the appendix. Um, and then what happened is seeing that experience in hospital, the service delivery, the impact on his life, made me realize I want to become a part of children's health and surgical um, uh, sort of correction of children's health. And, and it makes difference. It makes a difference to children. So you're looking at equity and justice around children's health. Also the operation. I think it's such a cool thing to be able to actually operate on children and do these fascinating operations and look at all their surgery and anatomy, like how their body looks. And also working with children is so great. When I think of children, I think of potential, future, and possibility. 
What's an epic surgery during Child Health Month? How do you feel when looking back on this achievement? I think it was it was successful. Um, I think it's important to note that it was a multidisciplinary um, team effort. So it's not just the surgeons, but it's the sisters, the anaesthetist, um, the oncologist that are working with the child, the physio OT. That was a team effort and a win for everybody. That child is currently at home with a family, is able to go to school, were able to remove that tumor and actually have a healthy child um, that is able to actually go to school. And that's what's important to actually get the children um, out there free of disease, free of them being in hospital to grow and actually be children. So it was a win for everybody involved and especially for the child and their family to have their health back. How does your passion manifest in how you treat young patients? So my passion is in um, advocacy and excellence in surgical care. And I think the work that we do as um, healthcare providers and even as doctors, you need passion for what you do. Um, I think it is a challenging job. You um, challenge in terms of the diseases that the children have, also considering where they actually come from, what actually affects them. So when one is actually passionate and driven to actually want excellency and advocate for children's healthcare, it's an, it's an amazing thing. And it's what drives me, it's what wakes me up in the morning and says, I want to become a part of this. I want to become of part of changing children's um, lives and I can do that through surgery. I'm so I enjoy what I do. Yes. <laughs> How do you elaborate on the process and criteria for selecting cases that are booked for theatre? Okay, so the children obviously, they come to Red Cross Children's Hospital and um, when they come here, um, they're obviously seen by the doctors and we determine what care do they actually need. Red Cross Children's Hospital has got a variety of different specialists, not just surgeons. So the ones that come to us, we actually look, is it emergency? That means it needs to be attended now or is it something that we can actually book and give a future date? We also look at how small the child is um, and how severe the disease is and then we can say, okay, this child needs an operation right now. I need to go to theater and book and they need to have their surgery because it's immediately life-saving if they have it, as opposed to I can plan and the mom can come on a different day or the dad or the guardian to have the operation actually um, done on that specific um, day. And it, that's if it's not actually urgent um, in terms of that criteria. So there's a lot of things that we actually look at to say, does this child, and what, what is the condition also? So some of the conditions we actually do tests, investigations, have a look, have meetings, with other disciplines, like if it's like the cancer doctors, oncologists, or um, the radiologists that look at all the pictures and say, oh, this is what it is, this is how you can cut it out and actually plan. So there's a lot of planning that goes into um, when we take to theatre. And we also have to discuss with the parents and the child, you know, if they understand, because um, they're also part of the team. Could you provide some insight into the challenges that you might face and your team while conducting surgeries. Okay, so obviously when we look at the challenges, it's important that we always plan for our surgeries, right? So that we can actually, um, and, and discuss with the team that's in theater, it's important the team, that we don't work alone, that we work as a team and we're actually powerful as a team. So then when we um, look at it, we can also anticipate what challenges we might actually have. So if you look at like challenges as a whole, um, in terms of the, the just, 
surgery as a, as a whole, you're looking at, we want to ensure that the children all get their operation, that they're not actually waiting a long time to get the operation, that during the operation it actually has good outcomes, that they don't have any complication, like things going wrong during the operation. Um, so those are the challenges. And also looking at not all of the children come from backgrounds where um, it's like good background. So you need to ensure that th that child is actually fit enough to actually even go home after the amazing operation that they've actually um, had. And also that we have all the equipment. Um, so we like it to actually be at Red Cross that we're able to have all these equipments here. Yeah. Could you tell us about the broader impact that Child Health Month has on the medical community and patients? Okay, so if we look at Child Health Month, it's about advocacy for children. So that means that we 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 want to fight for the children's rights and what they do in terms of their health care and ensure that they actually have um, health care. And it's important that we know that um, the right to health care is a right for all South Africans, for children, for adults, and that's what's important. I think for us, it's to showcase the surg the excellency around surgical care and that we've had amazing outcomes for our children and we're actually able to provide that health care to the children of the Western Cape, to South Africa, and to even some of the children that get operated all across the, um, the continent that come to Red Cross, that we have the service, that we want to actually provide the service for our children and have the best outcomes and have children that are out there living impact for life, engaging with other children, that they're actually at school and they're actually growing. So that's what we want to create that awareness so that the, the, the world and the community actually uh, knows what we're doing and they can support us and be behind us and showcase the great professionals that I'd read across. Since it's Women's Month, what advice would you like to give to young girls and women who would like to follow your path? Okay, so the advice I'd like to give is um, knowing that you're beautiful, knowing that you're deserving, knowing that you're excellence, knowing that you're actually appreciated as a young woman, as a young child, as a daughter, um, and knowing that when you pursue your passion, remember that it serves someone else. Um, remember that every day that you wake up, create impact in someone else's life. Remember to always have your shoulders back, your head held high. And remember that the world deserves to hear from you. The world deserves to be impact for you. Never give up on your dreams and your ambitions. They are valid, that you are valid, and you belong in the space that you actually occupy. And um, the world is proud of women and proud of children and men as a whole. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to say? Thank you for the opportunity to actually come to RX Radio. I think it's exciting when we do listen to you. It's like, oh, you guys are here and this is what you do. And I think for us, it's to be able to showcase what we actually do and be able to share it um, with all these dynamic people in the Western Cape. So thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for the people that come and allow us the privilege to operate um, on their children and trust us with their children. Um, it's an incredible experience to do what we do and, um, and appreciate um, the work that we actually do. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in and keep being awesome. Thank you so much. You too, you're an amazing presenter. <laughs> Thank you very much.